the festival on the Theresian visa. The festival of the what-what? Oh, boys, you know this festival as Oktoberfest. And children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. As you can probably tell, I am not your host, Sam. Uh, However, I am your host, Adam. And unfortunately, Sam is not with us this particular episode. However, that's okay, because we still got Steve. You sure do. And honestly, if it wasn't for him, this wouldn't be happening in the first place. Because I'm the only one who knows Adobe Edition. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty Can much. you believe that piece of shit, Sam? He takes all that time off and then goes on vacation. Right. Does he not know that there's a podcast happening? Yeah. Slacker. Oh, my God. He's lucky we don't get paid for this. I know. Yet. 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 Money. Well, when that happens, uh, we'll be getting 80% and he'll be getting 20%. As soon as we get that Blue Apron sponsorship, they're going to be telling him where he can and cannot be. I don't care if it's Blue Buffalo money. As long as it's good money. That's dog food, by the way. Oh, okay. I was just about to ask. I'm like, what the hell is Blue Buffalo? <laughs> it's dog food. Apparently, it's supposed to be really good. I don't care about dog food. Though. I'll hawk some dog food. I don't care. Yeah, go dog food. Yeah. What I do care about this evening is beer. Mm-hmm. And this is actually a very special time of year. That's right. Shrimp Fest is back. More importantly, on a more international level, mm-hmm. Oktoberfest is back. Yeah, Okay. It is. Okay, yeah, yeah, I guess it's also Oktoberfest. It is also Oktoberfest. So, <sighs> honestly, it's pretty much our our duty to cover Oktoberfest. I think so, yeah. We kind of have to. We <laughs> enjoy it. Well, we kind of have to for a number of reasons. One, we enjoy Oktoberfest. Two, we're located in Pittsburgh, being a very heavily German town. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. And uh, three, it's kind of ingrained in my blood, so... <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we kind of got to talk about it. And it seems like a fine enough episode to do it because when this episode comes out, Oktoberfest is going to be up and running. If you're listening to this episode when you're supposed to every Friday. That's right. You're going to be right on the cusp of Oktoberfest. Yep. Starting tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow. And they make the parade through Munich. Yes. And then tap the... Keg. We'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. Okay. You're you're ruining things. I'm not ruining things. <laughs> I'm giving a preview of things to come, that Adam. Is true. I guess I don't really have to say it, but I'm gonna say it anyways. This is Oktoberfest. This is our Oktoberfest podcast. So of course we're gonna be drinking Oktoberfest beers. Mm-hmm. So let's get into our first Oktoberfest beer. Steve, what do we have? Well, our first Oktoberfest beer is going to be the old Zom from the Market Garden Brewery out of Cleveland, Ohio. I have never heard of them. I have never had any of their beers, so I am quite anxious to try this. I'll be perfectly honest. I've had a couple beers by them. Well, apparently they were good enough for you to pick up another one. They, yeah, yeah. They, they've they done some hit and misses, so, you know, I'm, I'm willing, but, you know, I figured I'd introduce you to a brewery while we introduce. And I do appreciate that, and I think, I don't know, I might be able to do the same with you with one of the beers that I brought. Maybe, possibly. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see later in the episode. I hope to, I hope to think that I did, but, but I have a hunch that I'll be wrong because you are the man of a thousand beers. Ooh, that's a good title. 
<laughs> the man of a thousand beers. I'm farther along than that. I know. Anyway, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. But the man of 1,094 beers just doesn't have the same ring. True, true, so true. So I'm, I'm liking the man of a thousand beers. I don't know. I like I like 1,094, uh, though, because that's uh, like Chris Jericho. He was the man of a thousand and four holds. Oh, jeez. That made him better than Dean Malenko. <laughs> Moss covered three-handled Grisenda. Something or other. Something or other. Armbar. Armbar. Back to the beer. It's coming from the Market Garden Brewery, like I said, out of Cleveland, Ohio. It's uh, got 6.5 on the ABV there. It's a little high for for an Oktoberfest beer right. for, for a Marzen, but that's still within you yeah. know, reality. Yeah, it's a little high, and they even mentioned it on the back. Well, not on the back. It was actually on the website. They said they wanted to go bigger. They didn't want to do like a little namby-pamby one. <laughs> okay, and I so, can appreciate that. And that, that went along with their uh, why it's called the Old Zom. What is an Old Zom? Okay, so a Zom is a piece of equipment that actually measures the carbonation Wait, in the really? brew kettle. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yes, they, they apparently this brewery uses a very old piece of equipment that's been passed down through generations. Oh, so that's, that is their legacy. Yeah, so they figured classic piece of equipment Go for a classic Oktoberfest. Makes sense to me. Made sense to me, too. Good for them. And hopefully this is good for us as well. Taking a look at it, it looks like an Oktoberfest. It's got that classic copper look to it. Yep. Very uh, red copper. Mm -hmm. Very little head on it. Very little head. Big multi smell to it. Nose. I'm sorry. Multi nose to it. Nose. To be correct about this. <laughs> but no, it, it smells, it looks, and let's hope it tastes like an Oktoberfest. Yeah, it definitely has that big multi nose. Hmm. Yeah. We did the episode 20, I believe. That was our lager episode. It was, and I'm, I'm definitely getting some lager. Right. Well, I mean, when we're talking Oktoberfest beers, they are traditional lager beers. Right. Because right. they are Marzen beers. Correct. Which are, from the name, Marzen means March. Right. So that means these beers are brewed in March, and they are unleashed on the world <laughs> <laughs> in fall, September, for Oktoberfest. Correct. And this is, that's why if a beer is called Oktoberfest, it's tradition, it's brewed in that traditional manner. Yes. And that it should, well, it at least should be <laughs> brewed in March, in, you know, in spring. Right. Now, a lot of that was based on the lack of technology. Right. Back in the day, you had to have that long of a lagering process. Nowadays, you can shorten that up. You can, but that's However, not traditional. Right. Yeah. If you want the traditional style, you'll have to brew it in March, let it ride through the summer, and then mid to late September boom unleashed on the world as, right. as you stated which is different from what we see with normal vienna loggers nowadays vienna loggers are commonly year-round right so that's why if you see a beer that says oktoberfest you should hope <laughs> right and even more so if it says marzen on it yes you should hope that it has been brewed in the traditional style as compared to other loggers which are brewed year-round year-round and they, yeah. yeah and they can use a lot more uh modern Technologies a lot more, more modern facilities, whatever else you want to call it. Ways yeah. and means, I guess. Ways and means. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds right. But that that little framework gives you an idea of that this episode is going to be all loggers, right? And that this is pretty, and this beer specifically <laughs> is pretty much a very traditional lager, right? And it, it definitely has that lager feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a big multi mouth feel. Mm -hmm. Again, because it is six point five percent, it's a little bigger. 
Yes. Like, it's definitely bigger than a yingling or <laughs> right. something Right, and thank like God that. Sam isn't here for you to say that dirty word. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need a five-minute tirade about how big yingling is, but it's a, you know, it's a much bigger mouthfeel. There's a little bit of spice in there, mm -hmm. but not too much. No, it wasn't overpowering. This is this is a beer that I can enjoy a liter of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which is <do> good. <laughs> uh, so, before we get into the episode, Prost. Prost. <laughs> While we sit and sip on this, I think we got to take a small trip in the Wayback Machine. Yeah. Uh, for me and for you, because uh, we both had a pretty good weekend. Uh, yeah, we both did. We had pretty big weekends because last weekend was a pretty big weekend for beer fests. For well, Actually, just Pittsburgh in general. Yeah, Pittsburgh in general. Yeah, if you go back to our last episode, <laughs> we went over how big it is. Right. And there was stuff that we missed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was still well, stuff that we yeah, missed. Yeah, we couldn't get to everything. Right. Can't be everywhere. <laughs> so the two events that we were really looking forward to, uh, for me, was one of the biggest beer events in Pittsburgh uh, throughout the year is the Big Poor. Yeah. Always held at Construction Junction over on the east side of the city. Yeah, where are they into now? Was it 10, 11 years? I can't remember if it's 10 or 11. 11, I believe. Okay. I think it was 11. Yeah, yeah. So it's been around for a while. Uh, this is not the first time that I've been to the Big Poor. Nope. Uh, and it won't be the last either. So I assume you had a good time then? I did. I did. I had a good time. Uh, for those that aren't aware what the Big Poor is, it's essentially an event to help subsidize uh, Construction Junction. Mm -hmm. And what it is is it is a giant facility where during reclamation projects, for all the old homes in the city, all your old doors, all your old cabinets, all your old toilets, all that stuff that is still in good shape, but you're just replacing it because it, you know, right. it's old, you send it there. And then somebody else can come along and say, I really like that toilet. I'm going to put that in my house. Yeah, and it's it, good for DIY people. Correct. Do you remember, like, uh, what was your favorite beer? I had two of them. Okay. And they were, fortunately, uh, both Pittsburgh-based breweries, mm -hmm. Pittsburgh area brews i should okay. say uh the first one actually came from and this is the first time that i've had any of their beers uh was actually from bloom brew okay i don't think i've had anything by them yet no they're they're on the southeast side of the city down around new stanton and they had a fantastic it was a a rye beer hmm. but was what was really nice about it was it had that big bready taste to it but it was still very sweet as well Okay. It was just so good. I was a, a huge fan of this beer. That was one that I, I I try to try one and then go back. Right, yeah. That was one I, I tried a couple times. You tried a couple times. Uh, I tried it a couple times, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was a big fan of that one. And the other one, and, and this is unfortunate just for me personally, is that both of these breweries are on the wrong side of the city for me. Yeah, that, yeah east side so yeah. far. What's and, the other one? Uh, the other one is Fury. Okay. Fury Brewing. I've heard of them as well. I haven't had anything by them yet. I, I know Sam has been there. I know he's enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, they had another one. It was called their their Captain Rumkin. Oh, okay. It was a, a pumpkin beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was a pumpkin beer, and it was uh, fermented in... Rum barrels, I'm assuming? Rum barrels from... Uh, well, it was, it was made with rum. I don't know if it was in the barrels or with just straight rum. I don't know. From Maggie's Farm. Oh, okay. Another, no, yeah. a, a Pittsburgh distillery. Uh, and they also used vanilla beans and spices and things like that. This is a, a very hard thing for me to say. Uh-huh. It blew pumpkin out of the water. Okay. I mean, it was fantastic. I'm 
Hey, I, I'm willing to believe it. It was so until good. I have it myself. Right, right. <laughs> it, it was it was so good. The flavor was absolutely perfect. It was a big, just bold beer. Uh-huh. Oh, I drank it and I I had a moment. I'll be perfectly honest. All right. I sipped it and just sort of, woo, oh, oh, <laughs> and I kept going back to it. And it was just it was one of the best pumpkin beers I've ever had. Okay, which is saying something because I've had some really good pumpkin. Yeah, beers. yeah. But that that one was fantastic. Yeah, I have a very, very short list myself of things I find better than pumpkin, but I'm willing to right. audition new ones. <laughs> I, I have I have my own opinion on pumpkin on pumpkin because mm-hmm. uh, I was able to have their 2017 version uh, earlier that weekend. Yeah, it's kind of starting to go downhill. Okay, I mean you say that. <laughs> I, I I don't say that lately. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Pumpkin is shit. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Adam has gone on record. He says, Pumpkin is shit. Don't drink it anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, you just have to try it yourself. That's all I'm going to say about it. Just try it yourself. Form your own opinion. Mm-hmm. I won't get into that because I could be talking for hours and hours and hours and hours on that. Yeah, it's probably another episode, a pumpkin episode, maybe. Yes. Um, bottom line, great beers, great event. I'm sure they had great food. Didn't need any. Oh, really? That's usually like a big seller of that. Uh, I was too busy drinking beers. Fair enough. Yeah. I. It, it's not that I didn't want to eat it. Yeah. I just, I had too many places to go. All right. Too many different options to check out, and I enjoyed it greatly. Good, good, good. So how about you? I understand that you had a, a pretty solid weekend as well. Well, I didn't go to the big pour because I went to a competing, I guess, I guess you would call it competing, maybe. I guess, yeah. Uh, but I went to con- the competing event, Brutal Beer Fest, as we'd been talking about two episodes ago, and then talked about last episode, and I'm right. going to talk about it again now that I've actually been and right. enjoyed it. And and from from my perspective, I'd have been there myself, uh, but I already bought the tickets for the Big Pour. Right. And I already knew the Big Pour was going to be a good time. Right. So I kind of committed there. That's fine. And then I found out that it was the same day. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, that, that's a really good event. It's really unique, and I'll probably be frequenting it as much as I can. So, I did have one question for you. Yes. I, I understand that it was part beer, part metal. Right. Was it more beer, or was it more metal? Uh, you know, it's pretty even. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, even the beers were metal, though. Right, so, right. I understand there were a lot of collaboration beers there. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to get right into it, I Full do. Pint it pretty much killed it. Really? Yeah, I'm going to give a special shout-out to Full Pint. They had three beers there that I'd never had before. Well, uh, two beers that I'd never had before, but the one, the other one was the Berliner Weiss, the Ale Satan. Ah, yes. Which, yeah. yeah. But all that three, was really good. Yeah. All three of their beers were themed Oh. for the event. So were they, they were a single batch for the event? I'm going to guess so, yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, not single batch for the event. There is one that they're kind of sending around on tour, in a way. <laughs> on tour? Well, remember uh, Nick from Black Forge mm-hmm. was talking about they're they're taking a beer. They were taking a beer on tour, right? Ah. So the one beer they have is the Luxuria. Okay. It's a coffee IPA. Oh. Yeah. It, oh, I don't know how it, to feel about that. It's it was good. Oh, okay. It was good. It was very good. Uh, but that was blue. Uh, that was brewed with Black Forge coffee. Makes sense. And in partnership with Full Pint. Awesome. Uh, they Full Pint also had the Ale Satan, mm-hmm. and then they had a collaboration beer with one of the bands, uh, I believe Solar Burn, and it was called Horn of the Minotaur. Ooh, that's a good name. It's a good name. It was a really good beer too. Oh, it all was right. a, a, a spicy cayenne stout. Ooh, 
Yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah, it was really good. It was actually it was actually more spicy than the Ale Satan. So. I can I can appreciate that. Yeah. Because the Ale Satan was was good on on multiple level levels where it had that tartness, it also had that that peppery to it. Right. But I can understand with the stout, you kind of got to stand up a little bit more on the mm-hmm. pepper side. Yeah. And apparently and they, that's what and they, they did. did. They did. It was and that was a really good beer as well. Wasn't my favorite beer though. What was your favorite? I just like the fact that Full Pint represented Full metal. <laughs> they brought the ruckus. Yeah, they brought the ruckus. Uh, my favorite beer was a collaboration beer that was there, and it was the Rock Bottom See You Next Tuesday collaboration. Okay. Uh, Meg Evans had brewed two beers, the Alpha and the Omega, mm-hmm. and the Alpha was a rye Yes. made with uh, coffee. It was a coffee. She had a coffee rye and a coffee stout. The, the Alpha rye wound right. up being uh, probably my favorite beer. And that was a, a rye with coffee in it. Yeah. That's an interesting combination. And it was really good. Man, that's awesome. The, the, co- the coffee flavor was extra, extra strong. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, oh, boy. <laughs> so, how many total breweries were there? How many How many beers were there? There were uh, there were 30 breweries. Wow. Breweries slash uh, other representatives of alcohol. <laughs> like uh, Apis Meadery was there. Okay. Maggie's Farm Rum was there. Gotcha. And um, Wiggle was there. Oh, all right. Well. Yeah. I, I mentioned specifically that Wiggle and Maggie's Farm Rum were there. Yes. Uh, because I had two things from them <laughs> that kind of blew my socks off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Wiggle, they had just like tasters of some of their, you know, just fine quick selection. little hits. Yeah, just quick little hits, not even a full shot. Mm hmm. Uh, but I was looking, I was standing around finishing up a beer and I was looking through their menu and I was talking to the guy and I said, uh, Hey, you know, like I really love to try the absinthe, mm-hmm. you know? And he's like, Oh, I just happen to remember that I have some here. Ah, very <laughs> he pulled, nice. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled out a, pulled out a fifth and, uh, gave me some of that and their absinthe is really good. Yeah. Yeah. So when he did, was it just a, a, a straight little shot? Because I assume he didn't do the whole thing with the no, no, spoon no, and the no, sugar no, no. and no, no. It was just it a, fire. Uh, no, it was just a straight shot and then like a little ice cube to make it. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. To send it through the process, but yeah, it, tur- it turned a little milky, okay. you know, as it should. Right. But uh, he was explaining it's more of a a blue absinthe than a green absinthe. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know there was a difference. It's just uh, dependent on the ingredients used. All right. Yeah. Uh, the other the other thing that uh, blew me away a little bit. But I kind of wish I had a Sprite. <laughs> okay. Is, uh, Maggie's Farm Rum was uh, distributing a ginger and clove and kind of lemon-lime liqueur. Oh, all right. It was really, really good. Was it kind of a, a, like a thick consistency, like a liqueur? Yeah, it was a liqueur, but it was, it was syrupy, you know? Mm. So I thought I, mm. it, tasted, it tasted, tasted really, really good, but I kind of just wanted <laughs> to dilute it a bit. Yeah, you got to cut it. Yeah, into like a soda or something, <laughs> or even just seltzer water. Make it manageable. Yeah, yeah, it was a little yeah, bit too. Because those big syrupy liqueurs, you're not you're not drinking that all night. No, no. Uh, but overall, yeah, the entire event was great. Baroness was amazing. The other bands that played were fantastic. Uh, I I don't have anything bad to say about it. it were there any bands that you kind of discovered that night that you kind of dove into their catalog a little bit more afterwards? I would say so. Yeah, actually, because I. Uh, I never really heard of the band Byzantine before. Nor have I. And uh, they were actually a late addition to the lineup. 
Are they a, a Pittsburgh band, no. or are they kind of a national no. regional band? No, they're more of a national act. Okay. But uh, they, yeah, they were they are added to the uh, lineup late because I believe another band, Black Crown Initiate, had to pull out. All right. Yeah, they had to pull out. So Byzantine was added to the lineup, and I tell you what, they're kind of a good jam. Like right on. It's just like no. When you say good jam, are they more? I assume you don't mean like jam band. No, no, no. That, that does not <laughs> seem like the right venue for that. No, it, it was much more along the lines of just kind of. It, it's not like black death metal. Gotcha. It's just you know a little bit more harder than a testament, I would say. All right. So you know something you could listen to. Sit back on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Something you could listen to. <laughs> okay. I you know I I know that was supposed to be kind of insulting, but I kind of get it. It's not. It's not, it's not meant to be insulting. It's just I know you're not gonna sit down with like Pig Destroyer or anything like that. Correct. Yeah. So no, this is manageable. This you know. It sounds like music for you. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a truck full of cymbals crashing into a lumber. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not hate noise. But yeah, that was, it was a great event. Can't wait for it next year. I, I assume there better. are plans for it to happen next year? I mean, they're talking about it. I hope so. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it makes its way back. Same here. So yeah, this it, it was kind of funny. All of the things we were talking about happening in last episode, I kind of mishmashed the two together, two of them together. Mm-hmm. I uh, I got to the big poor late. Okay. Because I was watching the Pitt Penn State game. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, and I was okay with that. I, that was a conscious decision. Yeah. Of I gotta split these two a, a, a little bit. Right. So I made it till about the end of the second quarter, and then split down the down to the big poor. Fair enough. And I don't regret that decision, and I'll tell you why. Number one, got to watch some of the Pitt Penn State game. Number two, there was no line to get in the door. That's for yeah okay I that makes just, sense. Just here's my ID, here's my ticket. Okay, here's your glass, here's your little glass holder thing. Yeah. Get in there. Okay, oh. get in there. Started texting friends. Where are you at? Okay, met up, and then boom, off we went. That also kind of makes sense as to why you didn't have time for food. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but like I said, that was a conscious decision, and I'm kind of okay with that. That's fine. So yeah, we definitely had some big weekends last weekend, mm-hmm. but uh, coming up this weekend. What's next? Oktoberfest in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. This is the start of the official start of the Oktoberfest season. So in Germany, it officially starts this weekend. Correct. And Pennsylvania is not one to shy away from doing things correctly. Uh, and uh, Penn Brewery will be kicking off its annual Oktoberfest yes. uh, fun and games yes. <laughs> as well this weekend. So the, the Penn Brewery Oktoberfest, that runs September 15th through the 17th and then the following weekend of the 22nd to the 24th and i believe that the hofbrau house uh down in the south side has a very similar schedule Mm -hmm, probably would not be a surprise yep i have actually never done oktoberfest at hofbrau house i have uh i've been more in the beer garden than the beer hall Mm -hmm. honestly it's pretty much like any other big saturday night down there where everybody's having fun everybody's having a good time right it's just kind of cranked up a little bit more see that's the thing i I, that's probably why i never went down because it's just like i've been to or i've been to hopper houses enough True. That I know what an Oktoberfest experience is going to be like there. <laughs> right. Well, it, for me, the, the Hofbrau House is one of those places where I'll go once, twice, maybe three times a year mm-hmm. as kind of a treat. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't go there once a week, once a month, something no. like that. I don't think that's sustainable. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, that's not sustainable. <laughs> so that's something that you know you got. You get a big group of people together. You know you got a, you know a couple designated drivers, and you go down and you do it upright. 
Yeah. Because that's 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 what you have to do there. Right. You can't half-ass it at a place like no, that. No, no, no. You should be... If you don't drink three liters there, you should... Well, just you really. can drink three liters. I can drink four. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've seen it. <laughs> I've also seen the aftermath. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> where, where? So, uh, another event that's pretty big around Oktoberfest down at City Works in Market Square. Okay. On 21st of September, they're going to do the Stein Heist. Okay, what is a Stein Heist? Well, it's that it's that annual event involving Sam Adams and their Oktoberfest beer. Ah, okay. Yeah. And you're required to hoist a one-liter Stein above your head mm-hmm. and hold it there as long as you can. Oh, screw that noise. And you're not allowed to drink from it. Screw you're that noise. You're not allowed to bend your arm. Screw that noise. <laughs> I'm just saying that these are the rules of the game. Can I just stand there and drink? Well, you can do that, too. I'm going to do that instead. But if you want to be a part of this and you want to try to win, and if you become a winner, you get to go all the way to Boston and participate in the national finals of the Stein Heist. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'd be about that. And then if you win there, which is like October 27th or whatever. Okay. If you win there, then you get to go to, uh, you get to be in Sports Illustrated. What? Yeah. Sports Illustrated? Yeah. That's a thing? Right. I didn't know that. Yes. Huh. Still yeah. not going to do it. But still I'm neat. just saying, if, of course. You should do it. Well, no, neither of us have been training, so. <laughs> you got this. I don't think I have the willpower to not drink it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. What if you had, like, a straw? No, you're not allowed to reduce the weight inside the stuff. Well, that's bullshit, and I hate it. And even though it's not an official Oktoberfest event, Southern Tier will be holding their Pumpkin Fest on the 23rd of so September. I understand that that is a field trip. It could be a field trip, but we can also just go down to the tap house. <laughs> well, no, because I believe what they do as part of that is uh, they have a tour bus set up. Uh-huh. Where they'll actually take people up to the Lakewood, New York brewery, mm. and do some of the pumpkin pumpkin fest activities up there, okay. and then bring you back downtown. Oh, yeah. So it's a a double faceted event. Ah, yes. So that's that's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Yes. As far as I knew, they were just doing five dollar drafts on pumpkin warlock and the cold brew one. No, and um, I'm I don't want to do that because five dollar pumpkins warlocks and cold pressed pumpkin <laughs> is a dangerous combination. That's a good time. The good people of Uber would definitely be getting my services. Well, well, maybe they can use their damn shuttle that they're driving all the way to Lakewood <laughs> to drive everybody else home. <laughs> I would appreciate that. I'll be honest. <laughs> so it's good that there are still plenty of events, and there's still there's a ton more that oh, we yeah. can get into, but oh we God, don't want yeah. to because then we're starting to get too far out. Yeah, but we're getting too far out. But uh, Pittsburgh is doing their Oktoberfest properly. I've seen though a lot of cities they're waiting. Until October proper? Yeah, like September 30th. Well, they're doing it wrong. I and I'll explain why in the second segment. <laughs> Okie doke. There Good. Is a, there is a method to that German madness. Uh, there always is. Yeah. Everything's, everything in Germany is engineered very properly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Speaking of engineered properly, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with this beer, but that's a, the best segue I can come up with. Uh, Are you sure that has nothing to do with this beer? I think this beer is pretty well engineered. It's not engineered. It's crafted. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. The Old Zom by, what is it, Market Garden? Market Garden Brewery out of Cleveland, Ohio. O-H-I-O. I'm digging it. I'm digging it, too. I'm digging it. It's, it's just a very classic 
Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it doesn't uh, go too far out of the wheelhouse on and, anything. And that's kind of one of the problems. And, and it's not really a problem that I have with it. It's just that I can't really explain it more than it's a classic Oktoberfest. Yeah. That's it, all there is to it. Yeah. And I think maybe the other Oktoberfest that we'll have in this episode might help uh, differentiate this one. Possibly. But this one is the perfect middle-of-the-road Oktoberfest. <laughs> right, right. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there really isn't. So like, yeah. I, I would have a number of these, we've already said, have a number of leaders of this Yeah, one, so. exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it, so that that's honestly just a... That is praised by not saying anything at all. Yeah. It's a, it's a glowing review to this point. Correct. Now, if something comes along that's better, we'll so say we. it's better. And if something comes along that's worse... We can easily go back to the old Zom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> as home base and say, this is good. <laughs> this is my happy place. <laughs> so that's it for segment one. Uh, segment two, I know we've been talking a lot about Oktoberfest. Uh, I'm going to learn you a thing or two. I'm going to get learnt? You're going to get learnt. Shit, yes. L E R N T, learnt. Yeah. About Oktoberfest. Good. That's I'm dumb it. as hell. Let's go. You're not. You're not. You got to believe in yourself. So, yeah, we'll see you guys back in segment two with a fresh beer. See you then. Nation. Uh, during the break, uh, Steve and I got into an argument. Turns out I'm right. He's wrong. Find out why on Twitter. But I'm the one who controls the Twitter, so I think it'll turn out to be me being right. No, no, I feel good about this. Okay. Let's see how this works. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back. We are, of course, talking Oktoberfest, which means, of course, we are drinking Oktoberfest beers. Yeah. So it is now my turn. To bring one to the table. Yeah? And I have. And I have. This is actually a Pennsylvania beer instead of from Ohio. Oh, bleh. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I don't got much argument there. My only argument was going to be there's Germans all over both. <laughs> pretty so, much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Well, as, as long as this isn't Man in the High Castle, we'll be okay. Mm. Yes. That's a good show. It is a good show. I enjoy it. Sort of. This is... The Oktoberfest from the Stout Brewery. They are from Adamstown, Pennsylvania. That's actually just outside of Reading. Okay. So, South Central East Pennsylvania. South Central East. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm a beer drinker, not a geography expert. It's in that weird area between State College and Philadelphia. Right. That isn't Harrisburg. Or, or the Poconos. <laughs> or Enola, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Or the Poconos. Or the Poconos. Or the Poconos. So, this is another classic Oktoberfest coming from Stout's. This one is a little bit lighter than the one we had from Market Garden. Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to say Market District. Well, I know, yeah. So I, I'm going to have to put a swear jar here because I know I'm going to say it at least once. That's fine. Probably so, at the end of the episode. Probably. This uh, this clocks in at 4.5% alcohol. He's just a little further. So it's it's uh, not nearly as heavy as that one. This also comes in at 24 IBUs, which mm-hmm. is to be expected. Mm-hmm. That those are, those are the big... Uh, Okay. The big numbers on it. Okie doke. That's about it. Pop the top. See what Pop happens. the top. This definitely has a much more malty smell to it. So, yeah, again, we're working with... Uh, this one's a little more on the orange copper than yeah. the red copper. Yeah. Yeah. 
but the, still definitely in the same realm. Oh yeah, still we're working in the exact same area as you know Oktoberfest lockers. Right, we're still in the same portion of the color wheel. Yeah, you're not going to hear a whole lot of difference on that, but no. yeah, you just said it has more maltiness, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah, it sticks out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. sticks out a lot more, and that's not a bad thing. No, no, no. But uh, we'll see how so, it tastes though. Yep. Now that's a really malty beer. This is malty, <laughs> and honestly, I'm really liking it. This is big, bready, smooth. To me, it's really smooth. Like in the past when we've had big, malty beers, I've not necessarily been the biggest fan of that. Mm-hmm. But this one's smooth enough that I'm not... <laughs> like, on, like up very up front, it is very bready and very malty. Yes. But on the back end, it's so smooth enough... So, like, I'm ready to flip over the handlebars. And then it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I wanted to go off. I want to pop off and yell about it. But then I just kind of chilled it me out. It eases back in. It lays you yeah. into that, that bit of feathers. And what else? The other thing that I really like about it is even on the aftertaste, it's kind of got, got a sweet aftertaste to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's got so a real sweet aftertaste to yeah. it. Yeah. And I guess that's maybe why I haven't just completely <laughs> been gone. mad about it. <laughs> right. I haven't been mad about it. I haven't gone off the rails about it. We can actually thank Carol Stout, the head brewer at Stout's. Okay. Which I can't imagine how she got got a job there. <laughs> but um, nepotism. Fun fact: as I was looking through getting some information on this beer, mm-hmm. she is the first female brewmaster since Prohibition. Oh. Yeah. Huh. I don't know how they verify that. I don't know how they verify that either, but. But that is their claim, and I can't say otherwise. Okay, so neat. <laughs> that's their claim. I guess nobody sued them over it yet. But. Right, right. So that's a neat little fun fact. That's like Anchor saying they're the first craft beer since uh, Prohibition. So, right. Yeah. I, I have no ways or means to <laughs> say, nah, you're wrong. Right. So I had to believe it. Yeah. I, I guess it's just a bunch of other brewmasters being like, mm, I'm a guy, so I can't say yeah. anything. <laughs> I don't know enough about stars, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> can't argue. <laughs> <laughs> On this beer, yeah, I'm, I'm digging this beer a lot. I'm not, uh, I don't know, I'm not digging it as much, but I'm not mad at it, so. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, for you, I'm okay. As long as you're not mad, Yeah. I'm all right with that. Yeah, I've, we've gone off the handlebars a couple times on other loggers on this show, so. I know which one you're thinking of, because it's the same one I'm thinking of. Now it's two. <laughs> I was immediately going to the mother logger. Well, yeah, that, that one immediately is trash. What was the other one you were thinking of? Last week's, with the devil's backbone. Eh, yeah. That, one. That, that didn't have nearly the same impact as the mother logger. No, but it was it was also just the same kind of unbalanced poo-poo fucking beer. Wow, okay. I don't think I've ever heard those words together in that order. Yeah, well, you need to get more head injuries. and you, I guess <laughs> you, so. You can string those kind of words <laughs> together. <laughs> so let's talk Oktoberfest. To completely shy away from that conversation... <laughs> You want to talk about CTE? Fine. Let's talk about Oktoberfest. <laughs> Oktoberfest. Yeah. Obviously, it is a a German festival. Uh-huh. Obviously, it is in Bavaria. Yeah. Uh, as you can tell, just by looking at the bottle of the stout, uh, it's in Bavaria, as noted by the blue and white checks. And the Lederhosen. There's also the Lederhosen. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. The first Oktoberfest, I'll, I'll just blast through this stuff pretty quick because everybody should know this. First Oktoberfest. <laughs> I don't know if anybody, everybody should, well, does know this. First Oktoberfest held in 1810. Okay. So that's that's more recent than I think most people would think. Yes. I Like, honestly, I probably was still thinking it was a 1640 well, type of deal. <laughs> you're probably thinking of some of the older, like, beer gardens yeah. and beer halls. Right. And we'll get into some of that a little bit later. Okay. 
Um, but this one uh, was actually in 1810, mm-hmm. and it was to celebrate the marriage of the Bavarian crown prince Ludwig okay. to Princess Therese von... Oh, shit. Sachsen- Let me see if I can do it. <laughs> if you can read that, go right ahead. Let me see if I can get these words. Top right. Mm. See? Yeah, your writing is terrible, so... <laughs> yeah, but I can read my writing. I understand, but you still can't read the words. Schomburg... Hammer. No, no. Mein Stefan. von Scheißen. Nope, that's uh. shit. That's just the word shit. <laughs> yeah, don't make fun of the lady. All right, okay. I can get this. I can get this. You can try it for again. Soxton, Hildberghauser. Okay. Hildberghauser. Hildberghauser. Ther- we're going to call her Therese. Okay, so... So, Teresa. So, Ludwig and Teresa got so hitched. So, Ludwig... <laughs> Old Luddy and Teresa. Okay, yes, that's right. Uh, they got married. So, mm-hmm. to celebrate, they started the Oktoberfest. Okay. And the original Oktoberfest were actually held in October. Ah. And then, I can't tell you when, sometime in the past, they changed it to September. Okay. There is actually a very specific reason why it was moved to September. And why is that? It's warmer in September. That's true. <laughs> Literally, that's the only reason I can, I can find, and, it, and I'm getting it confirmed from several sources, Yeah. that the thought process was it's warmer during the September nights. Right. People will be out more. People will be more willing to stay out in the beer gardens and drink. Yeah. Enjoy, go late into the evening. So they just moved it to September. Okay, I mean, shit, you can do that if you invent it. <laughs> you, would, you can do what you damn well please. Yeah. Uh, although it is traditional for the last weekend to be in October, very early mm-hmm. October. So that's that's kind of what dictates the length of Oktoberfest. Now, obviously, this is for for the sake of this conversation, we're talking about the Oktoberfest in Munich. Right. Which is where it is held. Yeah. That is the tra- traditional home of Oktoberfest is Munich, Germany, in Bavaria, which is in southeast Germany. Yes. If you didn't know that, you know that now. Now you know. Now you know. Uh, also, the home of BMW. About 5,000 miles outside of Nola, PA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the typical Oktoberfest is usually 14 to 16 days long. Okay. Uh, it is not like what we have here in Pittsburgh where it's just on the weekends. Right. It is continuous. Okay. It is continuous. Now, there is actually a, a very specific way that the Oktoberfest is started. Okay. Why don't you tell us about the opening ceremony? You mean you don't know much, about this? Much like the Olympics. Actually, it kind of is. Yeah, no. It kind of is. It's much like the Olympics, so right. please describe to the audience how things get kicked off. So, there are several beer tents in Munich mm-hmm. that you would go to, and I'm talking huge beer tents. Yeah, no, these are, this is like carnival yeah. circus folk stuff. Right, right. Uh, but there is actually one specific beer tent. It is the, the Schottenhammel okay. beer tent, uh, one of the six breweries that is traditionally traditionally allowed to be involved in the Munich, Munich Oktoberfest. I'll get to them in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the first keg is tapped by Munich's mayor. Okay. Uh, at which point, the first beer that is drafted is presented to the minister president of the state of Bavaria. Oh. Yeah. At which point, Oktoberfest has Then Oktoberfest can commence. Now, this is where I learned something. The minister president of the state of Bavaria is the equivalent to a governor here in the States. Okay. Kind of makes sense. All right. But, yeah. Because I, I had no <laughs> idea what the hell a minister, gov- minister president was. So, so it was almost like if Penn Brewery had to present a half-gallon milk jug to uh, Tom Wolf, Right. <laughs> right. Before we can all have one. <laughs> the traditional style of serving of the beer, the big one-liter mugs. Right. Now, the one-liter mugs, and it, I, I almost got into a bit of a tirade when you were talking about the Steinhoist. Yeah. The traditional Oktoberfest vessel is not a Stein. 
Yeah, no, no. Because a stein is made of stone, of right. masonry. Yeah, it's stone. It's got a cap on it. Right, and that is that is not what you use in a traditional in, for a traditional Oktoberfest drinking. That is actually called a a Moskrug, or Moss for short. Okay. And what's really nice is it has that neat little B S thing. It's shaped like a B, but it's pronounced like an S. Oh, it's the pronounced like double S. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's the Moskrug, or just Moss for short. Yeah. Uh, that is that is the glass. Vessel that you usually see on Oktoberfest and at Hofbrauhaus. That's I know, what you, you get, exactly. That's what you usually get. Right. At if, if if you're if you have if you ever been to the Hofbrauhaus and you get the big one liter mug, yeah, that is a Moss Krug. Okay. Or Moss for short. Yeah. So, top tip: whenever you cheers somebody, cheers with the bottom of your Moss. Yeah. Because that is the strongest part of the glass. Right. So that reduces breakage. Yeah. Now there is one caveat to this. Uh, if you're going to be drinking your half of Eisen's or your big wheat beers, that goes down into your half half liter flute style glasses, kind of like a Pilsner glass. Right. So there is a little bit of leeway there, but usually you're going to get the big stein. Those would be, uh, wouldn't those be the Weizenbach glasses? Yeah. 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 I couldn't think of the word. I'll be yeah. honest. That's the Weizenbach. Yeah, right. those are the Weizenbach, the, the almost vase-like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Traditional. Big Moss, one liter. Mm-hmm. Now, when the Germans say one liter, they mean one liter. There's actually a a level indication on there. There's oh. a line etched into the glass that oh. says, this is one liter of beer. Oh, they make sure. They make sure. To the point that if somebody is caught serving a beer in a glass that is either etched too low or does not have the one liter level etched into it at all, they are prosecuted for fraud. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, the Bavarians are very serious about their beer. Hmm. I can appreciate them. Yes. They say one liter. They mean one liter. That's good. There's a lot of problems over here. We can barely get <laughs> 16 verse 12. I know. <laughs> we can't get our shit together on that. So. Let alone a balanced budget, but that's another podcast for another time. <laughs> so, as I had mentioned previously, there are six traditional breweries that are involved in the, the Munich Oktoberfest. Okay. Uh, one I had already mentioned, the Schattenhammel. Yeah. Schattenhammel. Schattenhammel. Yes. Uh, some of the other ones you, you've heard of. Okay. Uh, Augustiner. Augustiner. Uh, Hacker Short. Hacker Short. And uh, Und Bex. Und Bex? Und Bex. No, they are not. <laughs> Lowen Brown. Okay. Uh, Spotten. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know no, I know Lowen Brown and uh, Hacker Short. Yeah, Hackershore makes really good uh, Hefeweizen. I yeah, really they, like their Hefe. Yeah, yeah. There are six traditional brews that that you the, would be seeing. Those are those are the tents that you're gonna find. Right, and right. Those are who you go visit. <laughs> and there is one more, the Hofbrau. The Hofbrau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're traditionally one of the bigger tents there. Mm-hmm. The actual Hofbrau House, the one that is actually in Munich, Germany, it actually opened. And this, I think, this is where you kind of got a little construed on when Oktoberfest actually started. Yeah. The actual Hofbrau House opened in 1589. Ah. Yes. Yes. However, it was not open to the public until 1828. Mm. Yeah, that was like a family business. Yeah, and it was, if I'm remembering correctly, it was actually open to the public by Ludwig I, who, as you know from previous portions of this conversation, right. <laughs> he he was part of the reason for the creation of the Oktoberfest. Well, the so, fellow who got uh, married. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this guy's got a lot of beer cachet. Good for him. Yeah. And so, side note, you know who lived around the corner from the Hofbrau House during his venerable years? Kurt Vonnegut. Mozart. 
Yeah, same same guy. <laughs> same guy. <laughs> same guy. Same guy. They just maybe changed their wigs a little bit. Right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, there are obviously some some traditions that you're going to have. The big food, you're going to have your pretzels. You're going to have your sausages. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, fish. White fish is actually fairly popular. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to find that out. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, to kind of work with the community a little bit more, because now there's more people that aren't necessarily for Oktoberfest for whatever reason. They now have quiet hours for a lot of their tents where everybody is quiet until 6 o'clock at night and then game on. So, yeah. Everybody's a bunch of goddamn complainers. <laughs> Listen, I'm not making the rules up here. I know you're not making the rules. <laughs> it's whoever makes the rules that listens to the goddamn complainers. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so there's just a quick hit of, of some of the information that I'm sure you already knew about Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah, I knew absolutely everything all that you just read off. <laughs> all of it, including the Moss Krug. Yes. Yeah, I think that, that that's pretty informative there. I think uh, back here in the States, though, there's a lot of uh, Oktoberfest celebrations that are going on. There is, and as a matter of fact, last week I was a participant in one. Okay. At, of course, the Hofbrau House. Yes, yes. Um, one of their traditions there is on the first Wednesday of every month, they have a keg tapping of whatever their monthly beer is. Right. And obviously, since it is September, there's uh, monthly beer was Oktoberfest. Hmm. Very so, good. And this is the first time I'd ever been to one of their keg tapping events. Okay. Uh, a couple of buddies of mine uh, went down there, and they said, you got to go. So I went. <laughs> uh, and they had the full band there. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, when do they not have the right, band there? Right, <laughs> the full band was there. Uh, and what they'll do is the first keg that comes in, and this was actually a true blue Oktoberfest because it was brewed in Germany. Right. So it was shipped over here, flew over here. I don't know how they got it here. Boat, perhaps? Sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So what they'll do is they will actually parade it around the entire beer hall. Do they roll it? They do not. Damn it. I know. <laughs> they did play that song, though. Okay. And I enjoyed it immensely, and yeah, I sang yeah. along because I love that song. Yeah. So they'll, they'll parade it around to the point where they've got the whole band escorting this thing. They've got everybody in, as part of their mug club. They're, they're celebrating. They're wearing their later hosen. So this thing gets a better entrance than Floyd Mayweather. Oh, no in, kidding. In, in there, there's flags, there's this, there's that, there's the other thing. I mean, it is ridiculous. Good, okay, good. So, and then once once the whoever the dignitary is mm-hmm. to tap the keg that month, they tap it, and then first beer's on the house. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So the keg tapping was at 7. We were in line at 6.30. Is it? It's it's a full wood barrel, right? Oh yes. It's not the. It's not just rolling a keg around. No. It's a full wood barrel. And they pop off the. Correct. It is not a keg of Keystone kind of thing. Okay. They it pop is. off the bug and. Yep. All right. That is. It's a good proper proper tap. Yes. Yes, it was, and okay. I enjoyed it. That being said, uh, let's talk about the Oktoberfest that we have right in front of us. I don't know if this has the cachet out the yin yang. It's got. I, I don't know that I'm gonna agree with that. Okay. Would you say that this is an enjoyable beer? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> I would say it. As a matter of fact, I will say it. This is a very enjoyable yeah, beer. Yeah, you can, you can say it. You I'm can going to. As a matter I'm of not going to stop you. I just did. I uh, I don't know. Again, I, for, for me, whatever reason it is, if a lager isn't completely balanced, I'm not likely to enjoy it. <laughs> See, for me, I do enjoy a big multi beer. Yeah, well, I, it's not it's not about the big malt. It's just about whether or not it's balanced, and this one isn't balanced. Okay. It starts out with that big breadiness, mm-hmm. and then ends on that uh, uh, sweet note. Yeah. And that sweet note gets a little uh, sickly. Huh. 
Yeah. See, for I, me. Find, I find it enjoyable. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So for you know just just quick history for my my <laughs> my bias I guess is that this beer is a little unbalanced and I don't care if, I I don't love it yeah I don't I don't despise it or anything True. but I don't love it it's not the mother lager yeah last week's Vienna uh, Vienna lager Vienna Ooh. style lager by Devil's Backbone right mm. it was unbalanced and it tasted bad right <laughs> <laughs> the mother lager. Was unbalanced and it tasted bad. Yeah, the flying bison was unbalanced, but it didn't. It, it's much more like this one. Right, I'll agree with that. Yeah, and I didn't hate it, but the ones I've loved so far are this market, uh, the market garden. Mm-hmm. You almost said market district, didn't you? I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the market garden one, it was balanced and I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And the Peter Strawbridge Top Runner, that was balanced. And that I liked was that a good one. Beer. That so, was a good beer. I guess I'm finding that out about myself, that it has to be a balanced blogger before I can actually enjoy it. So we're kind of getting a little Steve insight here. Yes. <laughs> we're getting inside the circus that is Steve's mind. Right. <laughs> I, can, I can I can enjoy that. As, as the monkeys uh, jump around on top of the elephants <laughs> and the tent burns to the ground, <laughs> I'm finding that I have to have a balanced blogger before I'm happy. <laughs> For me, I, I have no problem with an unbalanced lager as long as it is balanced into the multi-slash-sweet arena. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that, and I think that's simply just personal taste. Yeah. Who knows what would happen with Sam? Who knows what happened with Sam? I don't know. Sam has mentioned before that he's not a big fan of Oktoberfest beers. Well, so. maybe this uh, this is a good reason that we didn't do it when he was here. Nah, I think it's a bad reason. <laughs> You're going to make him suffer? Yeah, I actually would want him on to give a dissenting opinion. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. So I'm 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 digging this beer. Would drink it again. I I, I probably have another one. I'm not you know, but I don't know how many I could have. Mm. The Market Garden one I could I could see myself doing the three three four liters at a hopper. You know I can all right I can get behind that. This one I don't think I could. I could maybe have a liter. Well, honorable. I think I, I think that's how I'm judging beers the rest of the Just night. Liter? How many liters can I do? That's a that's a good system. I like that. Yeah. So with that, I think it, it's time for us to take another break. Okay, doke. Uh, I have no idea what we're doing in segment three. Yeah, I didn't tell you. It's going to be a fun game, though. Oh, boy. <laughs> fun games for everybody. Oh, boy. So uh, we'll have to crack another beer before we do that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have fun games. Yeah, fun games for everybody. I'm scared. <laughs> I'll see you guys in segment three. Welcome back, Hop Nation. It is time for round three, or leader three, to be more specifically. Phil coming. Of our Oktoberfest celebration. Uh, now that we have had a little bit of history, had a couple of beers, it's time for another beer. Yeah, Steve, coming. what do we have for beer number three? All right, for beer number three, we're going back to Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Kinda. Kinda, sort of. We are drinking the Fatheads Gasufa. It's an Oktoberfest beer. It is an Oktoberfest. I would hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, it, we're, we're just going to have to skip this one. Yeah. It's an Oktoberfest lager. Coming in at 5.7%. Makes sense. Because I know that traditional Oktoberfest is supposed to be around 6. Uh, between 4 and 6. So, we're in good shape. Yeah. And it's got 25 IBUs. Very similar to what we have with stouts. Right. So, it's not going to be hoppy. Good. It's supposed to be malty. Good. And I assume it's going to have a copper color. Good. Yes. So I'm going to crack this open. Great. 
And while I do, I'm going to let you in on a little uh, a German language lesson. Bring it on. So the name Gesufa, yeah, it comes from the German word meaning to drink. Yes. And it's actually uh, a, a command to drink. Well then. Yes. Who am I to say no to a bottle? <laughs> <laughs> but commonly, uh, during Oktoberfest, you'll hear people say, Eins, zwei, drei, Gesufa. Yes. yes. And that's your countdown to one, two, three, drink. Down the hatch. Down the hatch. See, I, whenever, whenever I was at an Oktoberfest activity or some sort of beer hall, I always thought it was Zupa. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. I believe Zupa is soup in a different language. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of soup. Yeah, it's kind of soup. you really want to stretch the definition? If you drop a pretzel in it. <laughs> right, which has happened. Yes. So, guess what? It's guess a copper what? color. Yeah, guess what? It's a copper caramel and... Uh, malty. Smells... I'm sorry. The nose is malty. The nose is malty. It's not as malty as the stouts was. It is not. It yeah. is not. But I think it's a little bit more malty than what the Market Garden was. Yeah. Yeah, this one's a little more pronounced. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how this goes. Prost. That's pretty good. That is good. I'm digging it. I'm digging it, too. Guess what? what? It's balanced. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a yeah, really it's, balanced. It's not too sweet. It is not. It is not, but it still has that breadiness to it. It still has that malt. Right. It has it has the malt breadiness. And honestly, I think it's a little more tame than the Market Garden one. I think you're right. It's not uh I don't it, the, the Market Garden one had just a little tiny bit of spice to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really here, but I, I find this one very acceptable. Very acceptable. <laughs> very acceptable. Awesome. So while we are sipping on this bad mamma jamma. What are we going to do for segment three? I want to put your knowledge to the test. Okay. If you're going to play a game. What kind of game? The game is called Which is Worst. Wait. Which is worst or which is first? Which is Worst. Ah, uh, this isn't good. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. How does it work? <laughs> I'm going to give you two things and you tell me which one is Worst. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay, very simply, Bachwurst or Marzenwurst? Which is worst? I don't know which came first. No, no, which is worst? Which is worst? Yeah. They're both worst. No. What are the names again? Bachwurst. Yeah. Marzenwurst. Well, they're both worst. No. Okay. Bratwurst. No, Bachwurst. 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 No, I'm going with the other one then. That one's worst. Marzenwurst? Yeah. No. What is it? Bachwurst. <laughs> Damn it. Who's on first? <laughs> What's on second? <laughs> I don't know. Third base. No, Bach first and Marzen first. Marzen oh, first. Okay, well then obviously the Bach first is going to be the worst. No, it's not which one's worst. You just have to tell me which one is the worst. Yeah, that one is the worst. Right, Bach, Bach worst is the worst. Correct. Not the, the Marzen Bach. No, Marzen worst isn't a Marzen. That's not a sausage at all. Aha, I got you. Now you're on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Only got a couple of days on the team. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Bockwurst is veal and some pork, and it's salted and peppered and a little paprika. Nice. Usually served with beer and mustard. So what is the, the Marzenwurst? That's nothing. Oh. 
That's why you gotta tell me which is versed. Ah, damn it. One is versed and one is not. All right. Well, let's, <laughs> all right. Now I'm on the jazz. Yes. Five minutes into the game, now we, <laughs> now you can understand the rules. What a dick. <laughs> so yes, I had my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dick around time. Yep. It's like, well, how can I be a dick to Adam? Well, I cannot explain the rules, and I can. <laughs> you figure it out on your own, damn yeah. self. But yes, for the rest of the game, you will be deciding which one is an actual sausage and which one isn't. Bring it on. I am no sausage king. I am not Ethan Frobe. <laughs> your next ones are Krankenwurst and Blutwurst. Blutwurst is the sausage. See? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, blood, that's, that's blood sausage. Right. Yeah, that's blood sausage. Usually uh, made from congealed blood from a pig or a cow. Gross. And then it's <laughs> filled with uh, meat and oats and bread. Who does just that kinda, sort of just thing? Kinda, just sort of soaks it all up. Right, yeah. That's gross. Well, I mean, poor people do, I guess. I guess. Poor poor Germans who couldn't afford the meat can only they afford the blood. heard of lentils and rice? Yeah. Gross. Yeah, I'd rather have blood sausage. Yeah, but it's cheap. <laughs> All right, what's next? Bring it on. Your next ones are Leberwurst and Millswurst. Leberwurst and Millswurst? Yeah. Leberwurst? Yeah. Millswurst. And umlaut? No umlaut. Mm. Leberwurst is the sausage. Yeah. Yes. Also meaning liverwurst. Ah, there you go. Yes. Uh, commonly known around here, at least when I was growing up, as Brunschwager. Yeah, no. Brunschwager fucking rules. <laughs> I'm sorry. That stuff's great. I grew up in a Polish household. I'm sorry. Brunschwager with a little uh, Dijon mustard on top. Living a good life? Oh, boy. Mm. All right. What's next? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you put vest or tea vest? I always put first. Put, put vest? I put first. I, you see me on the golf course. Potwurst or teavurst? Potwurst is the sausage. No. Oh. Teavurst is the sausage. <laughs> then what the hell is it? Potwurst is nothing. <laughs> All right, what the hell is the teavurst? Teavurst is uh, a combination of pork and bacon and beef, and it's air-dried like a salami. Weird. I can yeah. get behind that. Right. That sounds really good. Yeah, it's uh, smoked on beechwood. Oh. And it's uh, meant to be served at tea time. Really? Teavurst. <laughs> Wait, the Germans have tea time? I guess so. Huh. It's it, Except for it's even spelled T-E-E. -E. What? Yeah, like a golf tee. Hence, hence the putt fest. Ah. <laughs> All right. Your next one is uh, Blauwurst or Gelbwurst? I got to go Gelbwurst. Gelbwurst is the sausage. What is it? Uh, Gelbwurst is a yellow sausage. That makes sense. Uh, casings are colored in saffron, and it's uh, spiced with uh, lemon, ginger, cardamom, and uh, it used to contain brain. Mm. But now it's usually just made from pork, beef, and or chicken. That's an expensive-ass sausage. Yeah. It's got saffron in it? Right. Yikes. Yeah. Well, the casings were colored in it, so like they probably made like a saffron tea and then... Jeez. Jeez. That's a baller-ass sausage. Yes. And your final one for Vitch's Vest. Let's make it happen. Weissvest or Schwarzvest? Schwarzvest or Weissvest? Weissvest or Schwarzvest? Vitch's Vest. They're both terrible. Dishes first. <laughs> Vice first is the sausage. Vice first is the sausage. Yes. Uh, Vice first is actually the traditional Oktoberfest sausage. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, it is cooked by boiling, but not boiling. Uh, is it like a double boiler? Well, it's more of you have to heat the water to make it hot, 
but not boil it because you don't want it to break the casing. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's boiling, but not boiling. <laughs> so very, very hot water. Right. I think that's blanching. Maybe. We're not a cooking show, but I that think that's correct. Yeah. Uh, but it's usually served with pretzels and mustard and beer, of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, but this is a, a very particular recipe and a very particular way of eating it. There's a particular way of eating it? There's a particular way of eating your vice versa when you're at, at Oktoberfest. How does one do that? You don't eat the casing. You just, like, squeeze it out like a tooth with toothpaste? You got it. Like a gogurt? Yeah. A Bavarian gogurt? Kind of, yes. Wow. <laughs> it, it's, it's usually made of pork and heavy cream. Uh, uh. I want to uh at it. <laughs> I just, I, I guess I'm just... I guess if you gotta squeeze it out, you may as well make it, you know, juicy? Yeah. Uh, squeezable? Yeah. I, it's not that. I don't think it's that juicy and squeezable. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's more of they just want you to bite down on it and suck the meat out. <laughs> and I know what I've just said. <laughs> but that's what the websites have told me. <laughs> well, if it's on the internet, it's gotta be true. Right? <laughs> Well then, it's also been said that if you can you can eat it in another fashion of just splitting the casing with a knife and then digging out the goodness with a fork. Huh. Yes, but that's how they'll know you're not from Bavaria. Aha. Mhm. Okay. All right. So is the casing like so tough and strong that you're not like can't eat it or It's just uh, it's both tough and strong and just cheap. Like oh, you're not right. yeah. All right, you're not gaining anything. Right, it's not yeah. part of the flavor profile. Yeah, there's there's nothing to be gained by eating it. Huh. Well then. Yeah. I did not know that. Well, now you know. Now I know Vitch's vest. And this was Vitch's vest. <laughs> you should do that again to Sam next week. And <laughs> just play Vitch's vest MVP. Just play the same exact game with him next week. Because <laughs> well, sure. he's on vacation. He's on vacation. He probably won't listen to the episode. I think he's a couple episodes back, so he won't yeah. hear this. Yeah. I think he'd just do the same damn thing to him next week. Fuck yeah! I'll, yeah, okay. All right, that was easy. Yeah, perfect. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll play we'll, we'll play as long as it takes him to catch on. <laughs> so next week's episode isn't actually Vitch's vest. <laughs> next week's episode is just how long does it take Sam to figure out Vitch's vest? I'm all right with that. Yes. I'm all right with that. <laughs> Vitch's vest. That was an awful game, and I enjoyed it. Right? <laughs> Once I finally figured out what the hell it was. Yeah. This is just dumb goof around time. Welcome to dumb goof around time, everybody. I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. You know what else I'm okay with? What's that? I'm okay with this beer. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Like I said, as we've already established, if it's not balanced, I'm not liking it. However, <laughs> it is balanced. The gazufa. Yeah. Just to remind everybody, yes, we are drinking the gazufa from Fatheads Brewery. And this is one of those breweries where I don't know if I should consider them a Pittsburgh brewery. I don't. I don't. I do to a degree. Yeah, I I know you want to, but like you can only hold on to something so long. (laughs) Sometimes you have to let it go. Yeah. If you truly love it, set it free. Right. So Fatheads, uh, they're actually celebrating 25 years in Pittsburgh right now. Oh, nice. Yes. So 25 years in the south side, obviously on the 1800 block of Carson Street in the south side. If you've never been there and you're in the Pittsburgh area, go there. The beer is good. The food is good. The food is amazing. Yeah, it is. If you've never if you've never had a Fathead's Head Witch, you are in for a very special yeah. treat. Especially if you've been in Pittsburgh and you've never gone there, like you've lived in Pittsburgh yeah. and you've never gone there. Well, that's that's just a shame. Yeah, that's just sadness. <laughs> that's really sad. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is. I will go on record and say, 
if you have to choose, you get a fatheads head witch, mm-hmm. not a permanent sandwich. See, I have a little bit of disagreement with that. Okay. And I'll tell you why. How's that? In terms of food and taste and all that stuff? Yeah. 100% agree. Okay. 100% agree. If if you have somebody from out of town and they want the what people would consider the Pittsburgh experience, mm-hmm. you take them to Permanis. If you have two meals available, take them to Permanis, then take them to Fatheads for a good meal. Okay. All right. Yeah. That, yeah. If you can do a Permanis lunch, yes. that's fine. Yeah. Go to Permanis for lunch. Go to Fatheads for dinner. Have a couple of their beers. Have a, a big old head witch. Their chicken wings are pretty good too. I'm never a fan had. of their wings. Yeah, never yeah, had. They make a pretty good wing. Sure. Yeah, I just, I just, as a native, I'm more willing to say I'm willing to bypass a Permanis. I have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple times. Yeah, I'll bypass yeah. a Permanis to go for a head witch. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is definitely the superior sandwich. Uh, this beer is superior to the last one, at least. <laughs> I haven't decided if it's uh, superior to the Market Garden, though. Well, I am enjoying it, though. It, it's, it, like I said, like we already said, it's balanced, and it's also got that smoothness. It does. It, I, I feel like it's more smooth than the Market Garden, but I feel like the Market Garden might have been a little more flavorful. So, so I'm torn. But what do you what are you thinking about the Gazufa? Gazufa, it's fine. Go ahead, Gazufa. For me, I like this beer. It is a very well balanced beer. It is. How do I want to put this? Malty without being overbearing, and and I like that. It doesn't necessarily have that sweet end note that the stouts had. Um, it is balanced, and I thought I thought the the market garden almost said market district there. Mm-hmm. I thought the market garden was a little little bit on the more sharply taste tasting lagers, if that makes sense. Not bitter, right? It's not a bitter beer by any stretch of the no. imagination, but it, it's it's definitely a more distinct taste where these two are much more mellow. Okay, and, and I'm kind of liking the mellow taste a little bit more. Yeah. I'm digging a mellow beer. I get, I get you. Yeah. But this is much more of a relaxing... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, now, yeah. Would I would I have a liter of this? Yeah. yeah. Would I have multiple <laughs> oh, yeah. liters of this? Yeah. 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 And damn it, it better be up to that line. <laughs> otherwise, I will get the Germans after you. I'm suing everybody for fraud. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to just carry a liter around with me. Well, I mean, you got you to gotta do that. You got to have that, you know... Calibration leader. You got to keep people honest. Yep. That's important. That is important. That's important. All right. Well, we've all enjoyed these beers. I think All two of us. All two of us. <laughs> I think maybe it's time to put them on the podium. This one's going to be kind of tough. I'm feeling that too. So I'm going to let you go first? Sure. <laughs> I can go first. I'm fine with that. No, I'll go first. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. I can do it. All right. I can do it because I can say bronze is easy for me. Uh, the stouts. Okay. That one is that that's that's bronze for me. Wow. I, I've okay. already, yeah. I mean, not that it's a bad beer at all. Mm-hmm. It's just really easy for me to say that I don't like how it's unbalanced and I didn't care for the sweet back end on it. I got you. So it wasn't necessarily not true to the style. Right. It just wasn't to your taste in terms of balance. Exactly. It wasn't to my taste in terms of balance and sweetness. So I, I didn't care for the sweetness it, either. It walked up to the plate with two strikes on on it already. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. But it, but it's still it's still not a bad beer. It's still no by any stretch. Of yeah. The it's still better than. Some of the other loggers that we reviewed on the show. Yeah. So I, I think maybe I even like it more than the Flying Bison one. Okay. Yeah. That's that's some pretty good praise in and of itself. Yeah. I would just say it just doesn't compare as well to the other two beers that we had tonight. Okay. That's all. 
right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a yeah. Not a not a super knock on him. It's All just, were good. Some were better. Yeah. But uh, if we're if we're doing leader rankings, mm-hmm. I would only say this is one liter beer. Okay. Yeah. It's All right. One liter for me. It's a one liter beer. Yeah. One liter. Uh, silver. I'm gonna put the Gasufa. Okay. Yeah. I think it. I really like it. It's super well balanced. It, it's just like you said. It's a more mellow beer. Yes. And when I'm thinking Oktoberfest, I'm not necessarily thinking mellow. That is true. I'm thinking. I'm thinking big polka music, and I'm thinking steins and leaders and steins. Steins and leaders. Steins. I said steins and leaders. They don't use steins, man. You can use a stein. Nah, you totally can. You can use a stein. You totally can. But I'm thinking both of them. Yes. Yeah. The muskru. Yeah. You have the muskru and you also have the steins. You can use both. True. Because they also use Weizenbox. I don't know why you're being... You're being a gatekeeper of glassware, sir. <laughs> yeah, I kind of am. I kind of am. <laughs> Stop gatekeeping. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of big party atmosphere. I'm thinking of... You know, clanging glasses. On the bottom. On the bottom. Keep it safe. (laughs) (laughs) Safety first, (laughs) Kittens. Don't spill your beer either. (laughs) And the the Gasufa is just not that. Gotcha. It's a very mellow beer, and I, uh, you know, I would probably have two or three liters of it. So you're saying it's a a two liter beer? Yeah, two or or three liters. Okay. Two or threes. Uh, And I uh, would have it with, you know, some good vests. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I feel like. Because it's so mellow, it, it doesn't give me the energy. Gotcha. You know, I, I kind of want those sharp and, you know, the slightly sharp and slightly spicy flavors. Those kick-ups. Yeah. I want those kick-ups to help my party experience along, not just kind of like a mellow. I gotcha. You know, and I feel like because it's a mellow beer after two or three, it's I'm definitely going to have that tongue fatigue. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like this might just bring on more fatigue. Okay. By being so mellow. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. So I guess that brings you up to the three liter uh, entry for the evening. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be going for uh, the gold now, and that's going to be the three or four liter beer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that market district, October 1st. Oh, there it is. The, the old Zom. You call it a market district. Oh, fucking butts. Yes. <laughs> Put a dollar in a swear jar. Damn it. Yes. I knew somebody was going to do it. Yeah. Uh, the Market Garden Brewery <laughs> from Cleveland, Ohio. Just think of the Netherlands when you think of Market Garden. Yeah, that that Oktoberfest is it, it's again it's really well balanced, but it has those little extra kicks mm-hmm. that the Gesufa, Zufa, Zufa, it just didn't. And okay. so that's why that's my gold tonight. Okay, Adam rankings. Well, for me, I'm gonna go a lot different than you. Okay. Uh, for me, the Market Garden which is one of the World War II operations in the Netherlands. In case you ever watched Band of Brothers, you'd know that. I did watch it. I don't remember that, though. Yeah, that was when they were in the Netherlands? I don't remember. It was after D-Day. Yeah, I'm sure about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for me, the Market Garden, their Oktoberfest, that goes in the one-liter category for me. That is their bronze. I liked it. I didn't love it. Okay. I, 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 I guess I'm kind of finding something out about myself as well, is that I do enjoy the sweeter side of things when it comes to the lagers. Mm-hmm. I do like it a bit unbalanced into the sweet direction and the malty side. Okay. And this didn't necessarily have that. No, it didn't. It was it was not on the sweet side. No, it wasn't at all. So that puts this in the bronze category, the one liter category. Okay. To get into the two liter, the silver category, this is where things get a whole lot tougher. 
because the other two beers were definitely on the sweeter side. Yeah. So that kind of makes things a lot more difficult. And I believe that what I'm going to have to go with is I'm going to have to put the stouts in the silver position. Okay. The stouts Oktoberfest. Yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. That's all there is to it. I liked it. It, it. Like you said, it was unbalanced, but for me, it was unbalanced in a good direction. I liked that sweet kick at the end. Uh-huh. I know you're not a fan of that. I am a fan of that. Okay. I do enjoy that, and I and I, and that's what made it really tough against the the fatheads. However, if I'm gonna be drinking three or more liters of one of these <laughs> in a night, I gotta go Zufa. If you can go full Oktoberfest, you right. go Zufa. Right, and that's exactly what I would be going for. I really like this beer. It's a really good one. And it just goes to show you that, yes, fatheads can still brew really good beers. Not that anybody was doubting it. Yeah, who the hell ever said (laughs) otherwise? (laughs) You're throwing shade when shade wasn't even... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of create drama. It didn't work. No. Like at all. (laughs) Oh, boy. Bottom line, all all three of these are good beers. Yeah, all three of them will definitely serve you well. Yes. Through the next month or so. Right. If, uh, you're, if you're tired of pumpkin already. Right. <laughs> and, and I and I, I, I think kind of going back to these, these rankings, I think what put the, the fat heads in the lead was it, it kind of it kind of bridged the gap between the two other beers. It rode the middle. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it did everything well to, yeah. take, to take first place. That's all yeah. there was to it. And I appreciate that. It was also, I mean, you're speaking middle of the road. It was middle of the road on ABV as well. Yep. It was only five seven. The market garden is six five, and the stouts is four four. Four five. Four five. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah. And, and the same way with the maltiness, same way with the sweetness, same way with the 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 bitterness is not even yeah they're registering on any of these. No. But it yeah it just kind of did everything well. Yeah, it just was in the middle of everybody. So yeah, yeah okay. so it wins. That makes sense. Yep. Well then, I believe that was a successful episode. Unless you got more to talk about. No, I'm good. Okay. I, I ain't got nothing else. I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to go get some bratwursts. Well, before you do that, uh, you got to do your due diligence. We got to get our social media plugs in. I got to get I get some vests in me. Oh, this is the vest. <laughs> You're the vest. <laughs> you are. You're the vest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll do my due diligence. I'll do my duty. <laughs> duty. Diligence. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Uh if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday at noon, or earlier if I put it up earlier. I know, but I just <laughs> wanted to say noon. It's always on noon. It feels good. It feels good, man. Again, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean and Google Music Play. And you just have to search Hop Nation USA on any of those platforms, and you can listen to brand new episodes. And if you want to email us about Oktoberfest and Oktoberfest goings-ons, or what else could they email us about? Pumpkin Fest. Pumpkin Pumpkin Fest. Fest. Oh, yeah, if you want to tell Adam (laughs) to stop bragging on pumpkin and calling uh, calling it shit... Oh, come on now. Come no, on. Adam went on record, segment one. You can rewind the episode, and Adam said, Pumpkin is shit now. Wait Don't a minute now. It. Wait a minute. You're putting words in my mouth again. Nope. I just said it wasn't as good as years past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And, shit. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to email us about why Pumpkin isn't shit. Please do. Like Adam said it was. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> just email us at hopnationusa at gmail.com. 
All right. And address it, dear Adam, and say pumpkin isn't shit. Dear Adam, you are the best. No. <laughs> We've never gotten that email. Well, I'm going to write that email. Okay. Why don't you ask your brothers to write that email? <laughs> they wouldn't do that. A bunch of jerk-offs. <laughs> Why don't your mom write that email? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I think we're good here. Okay. All right. We'll be back next week. Hopefully with Sam. Hopefully with Sam? I think so. And we'll play Vitch's Vest? We have to play Vitch's Vest. Vitch's Vest. <laughs> All right, Hop Nation, thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Guten Tag. Guten Abend. Guten Nacht. Guten Abend? Guten Abend is uh, good morning. Well, it could be the morning. Yeah. Guten Abend. No, that was Guten Morgen. I think it's both. No, I always went Guten Morgen. Maybe Guten Abend is good afternoon. Maybe. And then Guten Nacht. Guten Nacht is good night. Right. Yeah. Guten Tag is good day. Yeah. Maybe Guten Abend is good afternoon.